The following podcast you're about to listen to is brought to you by the Push Start Media Network, where everything you do in life begins with Push and Start. Another episode of the Sports Your Enthusiasm podcast. It feels so good to say that again. It's been such a long time. I am your humble host, Bryce Benjamin, along with my co-host. He needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyways. My guy, Ed Reuter, in the building. Reuter, what's good, my dude? Not much, man. I never would have thought that saying welcome back would have been a real welcome back. Seriously. Usually, we don't let people sleep on us long enough to... To actually need a welcome back, but mm-hmm. but here we are, a couple months removed from our last bit of content, mm-hmm. some changes in the world, that's what we're here to talk about today, Yep. maybe a little bit about what we're going to do moving forward. Correct. I'm, I'm just excited to be in this chair, excited to be moving forward. Man, it's, it's COVID, COVID is a fucking beast, man, that, that shit just shut shit down. <laughs> yeah, man, it's like, a... But you and I, we've been talking off air and we were saying like we, you know, we started to hit our stride and uh, we had all these great ideas and we're doing our baseball previews and NFL free agency previews and recaps. And then all of a sudden, boom, shut it down. Yeah, <laughs> not allowed to leave the house. Uh, I think we even said in, the, in in our last episode, yeah, COVID's not going to shut us down. Yeah. Well, little did we know. It was... Uh, <laughs> Shut down the whole world for a minute. So, uh, defensive player of the year, COVID nineteen. <laughs> yeah, man, lockdown defender. Twenty twenty has been. This is this is a f- a messed up year, man. This like this is a bad year. Yeah, <laughs> this, no. this might be the, like the worst year of my twenty eight years on this on this earth. Yeah, I've got you. I've got you by a few years, and even even going back to my age, I, I'd say it's it's about the worst in in so many ways, man. And it's just like. This year has been weird for me because every morning you wake up and there's never this sense of ah, today's going to be good, right? It's, it's right. every day there's some kind of new incredible problem, whether it's, uh, you know, the COVID stuff or, you know, the unfortunate situation that we have right now uh, going on in the world um, with uh, with our brothers and sisters out there just uh, just hating on each other. Uh, we it's It's been rough, man. And there's been biblical plagues of locusts. Uh, there's been... <laughs> There's been fires and droughts, and it's 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 a rough year, man. Like, think about, like, okay, so so what has happened so far in this year in 2020s? We had we had the the Australian bushfires, right? Correct. We had the the death of of Kobe Bryant, R.I.P. Kobe and his daughter uh, Gigi. Um, obviously the the COVID that that struck hard. Uh, we still got our 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 forty uh, fifth president, and they're just tweeting away. Bryce, this podcast we we talked about this. It's supposed to be about thirty minutes today. If we're gonna get into all the bad shit about Trump, <laughs> you got you got to give me a couple hours, man. You can't throw that one in there lightly. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, and then you know, um, with, with most recent events, uh, we had another case of police police brutality and, and and murder happen, and you know, we get caught on film and. Now we have riots breaking out across the nation. 
Um, it's 2020 is, I mean, shit, we're not even halfway through the year, bro. Yeah. Like, legit, not even halfway through. Like, this is the last day of uh, of May, and then we'll be officially in June. This will be the second half of 2020, but... That first half, man, we need to we need to go to halftime and come yeah. up with a fucking yeah. game plan for the second half. <laughs> we better come out like Belichick because this first half. We gotta make some serious well, adjustments. We were man. fucking up. It's it's been uh COVID COVID went on a twenty eighth to nothing uh, run. Yeah, man. We're, we better have something up our sleeve because uh whatever we did this first half was not working. Uh oh man. But man, in in all seriousness, it's uh it's it's been a lot to deal with. Uh, you know, even now, you know what's been funny to me of all this stuff is the little things that are different now. You know, um, like even even sitting in this chair is different. I see instead of my my normal waters that you give me, which of course are still here to stay hydrated, oh, very yeah. very important stuff. Facts. But now next to my bottles of water, I see a bottle of hand sanitizer. I see disinfectant wipes. Uh, it's a different world. You, you go out to the store. You see people wearing masks. Mm-hmm. I, I was walking around Target the other day, and it felt like a post-apocalyptic movie, man. You had, a, you had an announcer over the loudspeaker just yes. going, please stay six feet away from your nearest shopper. Yeah. People in masks and worried about touching each other. It's, it's, uh, it's a whole world. We might be in a post-handshake world. Uh, you know, imagine that. It's a, it's, it's a sight to behold out there right now. Yeah, like you said, it's just mad weird being in public places with, with other individuals. Um, like everybody just is, like everybody's avoiding everybody. Like everybody has a plague, like any type of, uh, like I remember this, this is a funny story. Me and my girlfriend were, were shopping at Walmart and you know how you, have you been to Walmart lately? Walmart? Um, yes, actually I wasn't there the other day looking for, uh, something to kill some ants at our house. Cause if, if there wasn't enough going on, ants are also a problem this year. Yeah, so. that's crazy. I got I got ants running in our house too. <laughs> Shit is nuts. So I, what the fuck? Yeah. But um, so now Walmart has like arrows directing people on which direction to walk, right? Yeah. And you know, like this, like, no, like nobody's paying attention to them. Like, it's, like come on, the fucking arrows on the ground. Nobody's looking at those, except for a few people. And I remember walking in the uh, the wrong direction because that the arrow was pointing. And then this this older lady uh, looks at me and then, you know, I walk past her and I hear her go, well, I guess these arrows don't mean a damn thing then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that's so just... I look back at her and, uh, you know, I, I, I got a good sense of humor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't take I don't take people seriously. So I'm like, you know, hey, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, I, I can't read arrows. <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. But uh, yeah, man, it's just it's little shit like that. It's like, uh, oh my damn, it's tough. It, re- it really is tough. That's it's like that all over the place. Uh, I mean, I, I feel for local businesses that have been turned upside down. Yes, you know, um, uh, just just the thought that you know you you wake up one morning everything's fine, something completely out of your control literally shuts your your business down. You know, we could talk literally for hours on on the impact of you know what the government's tried to do, uh, what what the businesses themselves have tried to do as they've adapted yeah. to, to the new world that we're living in. And then, you know, what, what I kind of prefer to look at is all the nice things that we've seen people reaching out. I've seen so many things on social media where people are doing GoFundMes yeah. and they've started groups to, to help out local businesses. It's, it's kind of cool to see people coming together for something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, and that's what I think is, is really should be the takeaway from all of this. Cause it's, it's easy to say kind of like we've been doing right. Like, ah, oh, 
woe is me and everything's so terrible. And it has been, right? Undoubtedly. But I, I like to think about those things that we're doing for each other moving forward to that kind of show yeah. we're all in this together, you know? I, and I, I hope that as we move on into the second half, that that's the playbook that we're running, right? The playbook should be, let's be in this together. Let's, let's, let's build something better. Let's take away something from this where we can be better moving forward. You right. know? And I feel like that's the only way to look at it. And I'm hoping that, you know, if that means, you know, there's less touching between people. And if that means, you know, businesses operate a little different, if that means schools maybe operate a little different and it's for the better, then, then maybe we can get something good out of this after all. Yeah. You know? We gotta, we gotta adjust with the times. You know, it's, 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 uh, it's different. It's much different from what we've been known of what we have known for the past few years, you know, is like a simple dap up. Like I can't dap up friends that I've seen, you know, just like old high school people that I used to go to high school with. I see them in a store and I can't go up and just dap them up and give them a hug. It's like, man, it's just weird shit like that. And it makes me wonder if you can't know, get a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go there. Uh, it's it's been brutal for me, man. This hat, my hats don't fit. I have so much hair. Yeah, my 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 hats are ready to burst from the amount of hair under here from mm-hmm. from no haircut. But um, but it's uh it's it's certainly been certainly been interesting. Um, but you know, I think that everyone will ultimately adapt, and uh, I think I think we're gonna be all right, man. I think we're, we'll move forward as 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 a group, and I'm I'm just interested to see what that looks like. I, I kind of prefaced it a little bit earlier. You know, saying that, you know, there, there might be no more handshakes. Like handshakes might not be a thing anymore. That's weird to me as a, as a social person. But I think that the weirdness of this is that it's it's been going on so long now, right? No, I don't think anybody could have anticipated that it would be months, you know, without human contact. Right. And I think that people form habits easily in that amount of time. Right. Right. So now, when I go up to someone, my first instinct before was, "Hey, how's it going?" Throw the hand out. And now I find myself not doing that anymore. Yeah. You know, just be, not because, ooh, I'm scared, but because it's, I've already made it habitual to not do that anymore. Right. And I'm wondering, that's a very small example. I'm wondering how else that's going to impact us. Like, what other little changes? Are we going to become less social? Yeah. I'm thinking about people that have been working from home for months now. Mm-hmm. How are they going to reintegrate back into workplaces? Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be very interesting. We're, we're, gonna, we're kind of changing the social dynamic here on a, on a fundamental level. And uh, I'm interested. I'm very interested to see how that plays out long term. Yeah, the new the new handshake nowadays is is the six feet uh, hand wave. Like, yeah, you know it's what like, I mean. Like you go up to somebody that you know, hey, how's it going? You just yeah. wave it in their face six feet away. <laughs> one of those, uh, you know, Jim and Pam high fives from the office. Pretty much, you know, one of those uh, fake yeah. high five. It's weird. It's uh, it's definitely it's, weird, man. It's it's uh, it's I'm it's going to be interesting. Times. Yeah. And then uh, obviously, um, you know the the impact that the, that we the topic we talk about is sports. Like the the impact that's been on that. Like I remember, um, like watching the I was watching the 76ers game, last game of the of the season that so far before they stopped it. And then like right in the middle of the of the fourth quarter, just boom, NBA season postponed till further notice. I'm like, shit. That's when it got real for me. Like this whole COVID thing, when when that shit happened, and then they just canceled the rest of the games for that night. Didn't didn't it happen wow. where, where one of the games? I think we were we were kind of watching together at one point, and they just like right before the game started, they canceled it, and like the fans were just left there like dumbfounded yeah. and all 
yep. funneling out of the building. That was the first time I was like, wow, this thing is yeah. real. Because I remember thinking to myself about COVID, okay, you know, let's be rational about this. It sounds like it's a really bad strain. Uh, it sounds like it's it's a pretty, you know, brutal uh brutal thing to deal with but right. let's let's take our time you know and I, I kind of remember saying to myself wow i should they have canceled this already right and now it turns out yeah that yeah. was that was the right move and um you know really it, it's it's bizarre to think that now we've gone and it's almost june there's been no baseball you know hockey playoffs push back basketball playoffs push back and you know we talk about sports and it's easy enough for sports to be something that's light and fun and something that's easy to debate. It's supposed to be an escape. Yeah. You can agree, you can disagree, and it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. It's a thing that is it connects people in a way where it doesn't have to be so serious. Yep. Right now. I mean, some of the topics that people are talking about on social media right now are very heavy, right? I mean, it doesn't get any heavier than people talking about race relations and religion and politics. You know, sports are supposed to be that escape from those things. I feel like we need that now more than ever. And I feel like that's what I've missed more than anything about yeah. sports is it's changed my relationships with people. I've realized that there are a couple of friends that that's what I talk about. Right. You know, and I feel like I've had less contact with them. It's it's changing the dynamics of relationships because, you know, hey, did you catch the game yesterday? Yeah. That's not a thing right now. Right. You know, it's uh, it's tough. Yeah. But. It's it's like you said, man, like just like uh that's one of those those avenues that we use to get together with friends. Like, yo, let's go to the bar and go catch the game or Yo, uh, the fight this weekend, I'm having people over, I'm order some food, I want to come through. Like, that shit is done. Now, we still got a couple of live sports going on. Like, you got uh, UFC, they're uh, still putting on events with no no people in the crowds, um, which has actually been pretty interesting to watch. I've been enjoying the UFC events. Uh, you still have wrestling, um, you know, people that are, that are wrestling fans, WWE, as well as AEW, they're still having events, which wrestling is, is kind of weird to watch without a crowd because you kind of need the crowd for, for wrestling. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the, the, the energy and the impact, like the crowd is what sells it. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? hundred percent agreed there. I would say that as a casual fan of the WWE and AEW, you know, I watch, you know, some of the pay-per-views in that. It's right. kind of cool to follow some of the storylines of a, like a guy that you like or something like that. Uh, it's entertaining, certainly. Those guys are great athletes and very entertaining. So, uh, but you're right. The crowd absolutely is. I, what I've determined from this is that it's an integral part to that right. operation. Um, having matches without a crowd and without that buildup of the crowd. And, yeah. I mean, if you think about some of the things that are exciting, you know, the big moves, the finishes, the entrances that right. they use, that all has to do with work in the crowd. And that's just such a fundamental element that's not there right now. It's not the same. I, I love that you said UFC, though, because on the flip side, I feel like it's been so much better. I, the fights that I've watched have been incredible without yeah. a crowd. Man, you can you can hear the snap and pop as somebody's punching somebody in Everything. the face, or you're hearing those kicks land. You're hearing the cornermen yelling the the instructions to their fighters. It's it's been a very cool experience. I've I've liked it a lot, man. I, it's it's I awesome. I agree, hundred percent. It's it's one of those things where um it, you're kind of getting. Sort of like the the what's the word I'm looking for like the uh, like the inside edition you know what I mean yeah like, like you're behind the curtain type yeah exactly yeah. a behind yeah. the scenes type deal where you're hearing everything like you're hearing you're hearing the coaches like you say the announcers can can uh, the fighters can hear the announcers as they're you know talking about the fight and 
There's even like Greg Hardy. He was saying how he made an adjustment because he heard of what Daniel Cormier was saying from when he's announcing his fight. And he made the adjustment to help him help him win that fight. Um, and then, like you said, they like everything, like the actual hits themselves sound fucking devastating. I never realized how devastating a damn uh, calf kick sounds. Oh my God, man. It sounds, it sounds like a shotgun's that, going on. Exactly. It's incredible. I'm it, like, yo, I do not want to get hit. No, man, I, <laughs> dude, that, and I've said that over and over and over in combat sports, I, you know, not only are some of these guys beasts in their ability to, you know, have that, have that tank that just keeps going, just that unrelenting cardio, and the ability to throw punches and kicks and submission moves and things like that. But just to take those blows is incredible. Yeah. Like, you know, somebody somebody slaps me up on the back too hard when they're greeting me and it kind of stings for a second. I'm right. like, oh, oh, I didn't like that at all. You right. know, so to take these punches from world-class athletes, I don't know how they, the chin and, and, the, and this having no crowd there has really highlighted how incredible those hits are it's insane absolutely insane it definitely made me grow more of an appreciation for these fighters because you can obviously we see the damage when you're watching the fight and you know you you could they're professional fighters like they do this for a living you know they can whoop somebody ass and it hurts when they hit but actually being able to hear it to go along with the visual it's another animal it's another beast in there man but uh it's been really enjoyable for ufc like now there are some events hopefully I'm, i'm hoping for in the future that um you know you would like to have a crowd at because you still it's having that crowd definitely still brings that energy you know what i'm saying like you hear you see somebody get rocked and then you you know the, the crowd reaction to that yep. that is definitely part of it but it's not necessarily like a, a major factor as it is as opposed to like you know with the wwe you right, know what i mean right. so i think it's and i think it has to do with the with the realism aspect right i think it, you know something that's um and I know I'm, I'm going to get hated on here by any WWE fans because I'm, I'm using finger quotes here that it's not real. Like, I trust me when I tell you, I understand that these guys are real athletes. I understand that they are putting their bodies on the line. I understand that they are taking real blows out there in many cases. But I'll, I, I guess I should say scripted. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's all stage. Because it's scripted. Yeah. Um, I, you need the crowd to believe in it for it to feel real. Right. Whereas when it right. is 100% legit and real and the punches and kicks and uh, submission holds are real. Right. I, I don't think you need that as much. Right. Um, but to your point, it should be very interesting to see how other sports react. I've seen, you know, baseball, which you know, an entirely different topic may not get off the ground because of the inability for the Players Association and owners to come up with any kind of meaningful arrangement there. Right. Uh, but other sports talking about the plans for 75% capacity, 50% capacity, 25% capacity, uh, which is all very interesting to me because no matter how many people you throw into that stadium, right, in the seats, right, you can keep somebody six feet apart, eight feet apart, five feet apart. Yeah. But they're all going to be walking past each other in, in the restrooms and the hallways. And so I, I don't know how any kind of limited capacity helps any of these sports. And I don't know if you have any thoughts on that, but... I feel like once sports are back in in full swing, I don't know how anything other than zero people in the stands is safe, right? Or like 10% where you can really stay far apart from each other. And I'm not saying that that's the right answer because I don't know. I don't know, you know, at that point um, what the right answer is. It just seems to me 75, 50, 25, it's not going to matter, right? I mean, you, you see what I'm saying here? I, yeah, I, I, hear, I feel you on that one. I think it's one of those things where obviously 
so with sports shut down, um, revenue isn't coming in right now for these teams, for these owners. And you know, it's just a matter of time before these owners just try to, you know, basically force the issue. Like, okay, we're not making money right now. We need to figure some shit out. Let's get these guys playing ball again. How can we get this going? And you go on social media, you listen to different podcasts, you read different articles, and everybody's, you know, giving their ideas on how they can get it going and what's going to be the safest route to do so. Like, like the, for the NBA season to continue, um, they're talking about uh, having it continue down in Disneyland. And then just having, like, they're still trying to figure out if they want to go straight to the playoffs or they want to continue with the regular season to a certain extent, to a certain extent. And then go into the playoffs and are they going to change the playoff format and like all this other stuff. Um, and then, I, you know, I, the, 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 another part of that is are they going to allow crowds? Are they going to have some type of capacity to crowds where like the safest bet is no, don't have nobody else out there. Honestly, it's, it should be you don't have the players out there, but let's be let's be realistic. They're going to get them out there somehow, some way to make this money. So if you are going to do this, it should be just like as limited of capacity as you can. Players, coaches, referees, basically that's it. Right. And then an announce team that don't necessarily have to be there as well. The announce team can be watching the game like us and announcing it from their homes or, you know, announcing it from a, a remote location. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what what should be looked at. You know, there are there are other professional leagues that have opened up, if I'm not mistaken, uh, some soccer leagues. Uh, across the world have opened up korean baseballs opened up i did see that uh, now granted in those places uh they've kind of squelched the problem with COVID already you know debatably their response was better uh than ours here in the united states but also uh up for debate is the fact that it's much harder to contain here i mean there are people coming in in mass to the United States through, you know, ports of entry in California and in New York. And it's very hard to contain something like that in, in a, in a destination where so many people are looking to come here. Right. So, so you have that to worry about. But if you look at Korean baseball, if you look at these soccer leagues, I'm not exactly sure in each stadium what they're doing or what kind of crowds are there or if they're having crowds at all. But I think we definitely need to look forward to those groups to see how they're handling it and see what's successful and what's not. And I think really what's going to happen is there's going to be a breaking point of something that either, you know, scientists and doctors or someone in a community smarter than me looks at it and says, okay, we can, we can continue, but at 25%. Because if you get more than 25% in this stadium, X, Y, and Z will happen, and we'll have a problem. Um, but I still think, like you were saying, that maybe zero people for right now is the way to go. Because then, like, to touch on your point, because then the question becomes, what of what twenty five percent is allowed in, and what, and then who's who's left out? You right. know what I'm saying? Like, how do you make the determination? Like, okay, you're gonna have tickets at so obviously the tickets are gonna go up. You know, the the price of tickets are definitely gonna go up. So. Basically, we're saying that like only basically the one percent is able to afford these tickets and be able to go to these games. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then how do you how do you arrange seating? You know, because these are going to be from my understanding. I'm, I'm thinking more so of with the NBA playoffs. From my understanding, is that they're going to be a more of like a gymnasium, not necessarily like in an arena. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So think of it like sort of like a high school gymnasium is where a lot of these teams uh, are going to be playing in. Okay. So then how do you arrange seatings for all these people that's, you know, that would be allowed for attendance? Right. 
So it's, it's a lot of questions well, the, with it. It's the, a lot of questions to go with it. And, and the thing that I keep coming back to in my mind is looking at it quickly, right? Looking at it very quickly, just, you know, snap, snap judgment. Oh, that makes sense. 25%, 50% put less people in there. But again, people are going to be, they're going to be walking by each other. They're going to be, you know, I'm assuming at concession lines, they're going to be walking towards the restroom together. I mean, these, these people, it's going to be impossible to contain. Yes. If you know, if you're at 25% capacity, it might be very, very easy the way you're setting up the seating to keep people apart, but they're going to need to walk by each other. They're all going to be walking into the event at the same time. Like people are going to be near each other. And that's why I just don't know what that breaking point is. Is 5% the right number? Is 50%? And I, I don't think we're going to know until we attempt it and we see what ramifications it has. And that's, you know, we we talk about it as sports fans, like, man, I just wish the playoffs were back. But looking at it this way, this could it could have a very serious human toll if those people coming back from those games are, are spreading this thing and then going back to their loved ones. Right. Uh, it's uh, It's going to be... It's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out. And I'm just hoping for the best at this point for everybody. And it's easy to joke around. And I, I'm the first one, right, to make kind of a dark joke and, you know, have that kind of sense of humor. But you just hope that everybody's okay, really. Whatever they come up with, that we're not putting money and, and you know, the desire to have these things back yeah. too quickly. Over, right? like over let's, safety. Yeah, yeah let's, make it, let's make it safe first. Uh, I mean, they've had years canceled in the past for most sports due to strikes and other things. And we've moved on, right? Like, let's not... It's not the end of the world, right? Like, right. Hopefully, it, it's yeah. Hopefully, yeah. fingers crossed. This fingers isn't crossed. the Armageddon, but uh, it, it might be. But um, let's be safe. Let's let's get all these guys back uh, healthy. Uh, they've already canceled minor league baseball, for example. I did see that, right? Yeah. Um, major league baseball doesn't seem like they're they're coming to an agreement, and it might be canceled. Uh, hopefully, by the time football rolls around, maybe we even have some news uh, on a vaccine, or they come up with a way to to do it safely, and. Uh, you know, we, we all want sports back. Uh, that's what we preface this whole conversation with, is that mm-hmm. we're, we're hoping for sports to be back. But, man, just fingers crossed that the experts in charge do it in a way where they're not putting people in harm's way. Football is definitely the big one, right? Because, like, it's first of all, it's America's most popular sport, you know. And the hope right now is that, you know, football doesn't start, like the official season doesn't begin until until September. But, you know, we haven't had rookie mini camps, which usually happens right after the draft. Uh, OTAs is usually going to be happening around this time. Right. So we not we don't have that going on. And then training camps usually get going, you know, late July, um, early August. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, there are certain states that are allowing team facilities to open up and have participation in those facilities to a limited capacity. So it's kind of interesting to see how that's going to progress over the you know next couple of weeks and months and what impact that can have on this upcoming season. It's a lot of questions to be asked. And I think the NFL season is going to be where that's going to be pretty much like the, okay, are we going to have sports this year or is this like 2020 just completely canceled? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if they're not able to get, figure out a program to be able to get the NFL season launched, like shit is it, it might be over until there's a full vaccine right, right? until there's yeah. a vaccine and this thing is completely eradicated there might not be sports as we know it right uh, now hockey's definitely coming back we've already seen that hockey has worked out a playoff format looking to start in july at some point um where they're taking the um i think they made it 24 teams mm-hmm. uh and they're going to have some kind of uh 
a tournament early on to determine further seating and, and move forward mm-hmm. in that way. So in a way, the, you know, the playoffs might be more interesting than ever. 24 teams, my hometown Buffalo Sabres, of mm-hmm. course, still can't make the playoffs, even when only <laughs> six teams are eliminated. We still just missed the cut, of course. Missed but it by that, that much. much. Just, a, just a bit. But um, I'm interested to see how basketball goes, because uh, I'm not as close a follower of the NBA as you are, but uh, they have not determined exactly how they're going to do the NBA playoffs yet, right? I, I heard they were talking about some kind of a World Cup format and yeah. all kinds of ideas, right? Nothing settled, though. It's a bunch of different ideas being floated around. So I heard the World Cup, the World Cup, uh, um, the World Cup option. I've heard of continuing the regular season and then just kind of continuing the playoff format how it would be, but in one remote location, one one location. Um, they I, they don't know, <laughs> you know, like yeah. they haven't. They want to get it going around the same time. They want to get it going uh, like late July. So the, like the format, the, the the proposal that I've heard is that continue the regular season late July. Uh, have the playoffs start and have the playoffs end by September, late September, and then uh, have the the NBA draft like a, a week after the finals ends. Okay, and then have training camps, I guess, begin either late October, early November, and then have the season starts in in December. Wow! So I, you know, that's something you know, fans might not even be thinking about is that you know pushing these seasons back sounds great, and you think right. to yourself, okay, sure. Okay, COVID's over, or you know, pushing towards a place where it's over. Let's get the playoffs going, and let's just finish it now. But there's there's whole schedules out there for the off season, for right, um, you know, the period of free agency, for the draft, uh, for winter meetings, for example, in other sports. You right. know, it's it's very interesting to me to see how how is that all going to be affected. They're going to have to put new rules in place for all of that too, because the dates are going to be radically different. Right, and. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do there. But because that does bring up the question, like, do like does everything change? Like, is the NFL draft no longer going to be in April? Is it going to be now in, in July or like is the NBA season for now this point forward just going to be starting in January and ending in September for now? You know what I mean? Yeah. It brings a bunch of different questions into the I mean, for me, I, the equation. I, I like to think that you go back to the way things were. And I think that, you know, you keep the schedule the way it was before, like like you said, with football starting in September, uh, you know, hockey sometime in October, if I'm not mistaken. But I think you're going to have one screwed up offseason this year. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's thrown things into a mess. I, I think I've already mentioned today that all of minor league baseball was canceled. There's some crazy things going on there. These players that were anticipating some of them, some of the higher prospects anticipating making hundreds of thousands. I don't know if you've seen it, but some of these guys are now making four hundred dollars a week. Yeah, I've seen uh, that. You know, so uh, their lives are are upended. You know, some of these guys whose you know only shot was to have these seasons in the minors to try to show off their their talents and maybe make a major league team. Their seasons wiped out. I mean, this is it's changing the trajectory of these leagues right. for what could be a long time. And the MLB might be particularly affected because think about it this way: you were just talking about how these playoffs for for the NBA. And for NHL might be going on in July, August. That's premium baseball time, right? And if if baseball can put a product on the field, they're already going to be up against the fact that they're going against now the playoffs of yeah. these other sports, right? So you know, ratings might be down, attendance will be down. Uh, the MLB finds themselves in a position where I don't know that they can afford to just let this season go, man. Uh, I really don't because. Uh, 
fans will fans are fickle. They'll they'll turn away, especially if they've got other options in this summer. Now you're going to let the NBA and the NHL take over your summer and not even put a product on the field. Right. That might have far reaching consequences uh, for for the MLB. You can only hope that you know the owners and players come together. Uh, it's tough to find <laughs> who to blame there. I mean, you think. You know, when you see what the players are making, they'd want to get out there either way. Right. We've seen that. Chipper Jones came out, and uh, he had some shit to talk about current MLB players that are making millions that they should be out there, right? But then you look, and for if they cut the season in half and it's an 81-game schedule, they're not getting paid anywhere near half of what their contracts were. I don't know if you've seen the breakdown, but some of the top players in the league would be taking 80 to 90% pay cuts. And I don't know if, if it's me... You know, if I'm going to make millions in my career anyway, if I'm ruining, risking ruining my health, right, not only with COVID, but you're going out there on the field for 81 games, there's a real chance of injury to make 10% of what I'm supposed to make. You know, that, that's tough. MLB's got some real, real challenges. And of, of all the sports out there, I think MLB uh, might be in the most trouble here. And you know what, what else is kind of funny to me is all of these leagues seems like they don't want to be the first because they don't want to be the first one to, to fuck up. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like everybody wants to, you know, like basically like NBA would love to see MLB get going. So that way they can see how they handle it and to see the reaction from that. And then they could kind of make the adjustments from their mistakes. Same thing with MLB and like NHL and NHL with NBA. You know right. what I'm saying? Just right. like, a man, it's just like, so somebody go ahead and just try something. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to do it, go do it. And then, you know, if it fucks up, make the adjustments. And just continue forward from there. And, and I think you're right, man. I think there will be fuck-ups. And if I know anything about the media or anybody that's out there talking to people about sports, when there's not a lot of sports going on, they're going to be desperate for stories. Oh, man. And they're going to highlight the hell out of mistakes and mm-hmm. you know how it could have been better. And I, I think that's just the nature of the media anyway. So I think there's a lot of truth to what you said about not wanting to be the first. I, I feel like they're all... All these teams are, you know, they're walking up to that cliff, yeah. right? Ready to jump down into that pool of water below. Yeah. And they're all kind of looking at each other like, oh man, who's who's going to be the first to jump? Mm-hmm. You know? Is it really safe? Oh, I, I'm, I'm not sure. And, uh, hey, Johnny, why don't you jump first? <laughs> the way the way it's looking right now is that, uh, the NHL might be the first ones to jump because I think they've, they've got a playoff format and they've got yeah. dates in mind. So, uh, maybe the NBA kind of puts it together shortly too, but it seems like they'll be back. So, like I said, cross our fingers, hope for the best, and I'm just itching to get some sports back, man. And it it has sucked too, man. If this thing extends like beyond just 2020, because yeah, you got like for instance, you got like a lot of older players whose whose times is is coming to an end, and with their respective leagues, like basketball, you got LeBron James who's 35 years old. How many years has he got left? And now he's having one of the better seasons of his career. And then all of a sudden it gets shut down. And now we don't know, you know, obviously he's probably, he's most likely staying in shape and everything like that, but it's just like, well, fuck, we kind of get cheated out of that. Yep. It's, um, a, it's, it's interesting. You talk about that. I think a lot of people nowadays, especially with the, uh, very, very cool, uh, Michael, uh, Michael Jordan documentary that came out on ESPN. I'm sure everybody's watched that. Oh, yeah, we're we're going to talk about that on an episode. Uh, yeah, very cool, man. Now you could, you could spend a whole episode of us here talking about that. Facts. So cool. So cool. So well done. Such an inside look at one of the best players, if not the best player that's, that's ever lived. And I'm talking any sport there, right? right? So, uh, very cool to watch, but, um, you know, that, that kind of thing, um, I, I don't know. It, it just feels to me like, uh, when when you're desperately looking for for something to cling on to 
and you know you've got stuff like that going on um i don't know it's uh it's definitely it's it's definitely strange you know to to be missing sports and to not have um you know anything else to go with yeah man it's man 2020 what yep. a, what a year yeah what a what a f- <laughs> what a year yeah it's got, it's got my brain scrambled. I'm losing my train of thought here. It's, uh, it's, it's nuts. It's, you know, you start thinking about a lot of things, and I think that's what happens. Um, you know, I, I got lost there a little bit myself, um, and it, it's it's what this does to you. It it really does. It's, you know, when you start, you know, going down the rabbit hole of all the possibilities and all the things that could turn out, um, it's it's tough. It, it it wrecks you, man. It, it's 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 an impact. It's impacting everybody. It's, it's, it's an impactful, impactful thing. Yeah. Like, there's been movies I've been wanting to see this year that – was supposed to come out and hasn't come out because of this whole COVID thing and well, you know, got Netflix, got video games, got yeah. books. Yep. It's still, uh there's still got the internet. You know, you've got uh you know, NASCAR is out there doing virtual events. Um, are they really? Yeah, they were doing e events where it was like uh, ele- electronic see that. racing. Yeah, didn't one of the yeah, uh, one knucklehead got in some trouble. Yeah, he dropped the M bomb or yeah. something, right? Yeah, not smart there. That. Yikes. That fool. Yeah, what a way to, you know, cast off the few. <laughs> yeah, man. The few that you had yeah, watching man. the sport. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, we got eSports. I mean, I've been following, like, they, they had, like, a Madden tournament going on. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Um, well, it's been Madden tournaments with players, uh, like, players playing other players. Hollywood Brown, Baltimore Ravens wide receiver. Yeah. Dominating the competition, you know, out there representing. Uh, they have like a Madden 2021 season simulation um, where uh, last episode I've seen the Baltimore Ravens beat the Kansas City Chiefs to advance to the Super Bowl. OK, right. That's cool. So, yeah, I see that. Did you like, like that? Did you like that turnout? I've legit been like watching like a real fucking game, dude. <laughs> like I'm sitting there on my couch and like we'll score a touchdown. I'm going crazy like it's actually happening. I'm yeah. like, I'm this desperate right now. Yeah. This is sad. But um. Yeah, that's pretty much what we got. What we have right now, you know. I'm tuned into basically every UFC event. I'm tuned into uh, the esports events going on, and then um, just kind of, you know, I've been doing a lot of is watching old basketball games, old basketball series. Really? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of that lately. Like YouTube, YouTube. I fucking love YouTube. Um, but I was watching the uh, the 2016 2017 Golden State playoff run, but okay. and. and that just solidified that they're the greatest team of all time for me. Like I just, it was, it was just stupid watching them perform. And I, I, like I legit forgot how good they were and then I had to watch it. I'm just like, yo, this is ridiculous. Like how do you beat this team? Yeah, man. It's uh, <clears throat> looking back at a, a, a lot of the different, uh, a lot of the different, you know, the, the reruns of things yeah. is what I've been seeing a lot of. So you're looking at reruns of the Golden State. You're looking at old, old baseball games, yeah. you know, and um, my dad said something interesting about it to me is as, as cool as it is to rewatch some of these things and to relive some of the moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things is it takes away the drama because, you know, the outcome. Right. You know, so it's never quite the same, even if it's a team that you love. Right. And you're watching them beat another team and you. Once you know the outcome, it's just it's just not the same. Uh, I agree. So that's yeah. that's what I think we're we're up against right now in trying to find, you know, content to either talk about or content to watch. Uh, I think you people just miss that spirit of competition, yeah. right? That 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 unknown. You're going out mm-hmm. there, two teams lining up, who's going to win? You know, and mm-hmm. uh, it's Although, I, I miss it. I will say, like the one thing about watching older games, even though you know the results, you know what's going to happen, you know when it's going to happen. It kind of brings back that 
nostalgic feel where it's like, well, damn, I forgot. I forgot how good this game was. or I forgot how good this certain player performed in this certain event. You know what I mean? Right. Because a lot of times, like like I said, I was watching the Golden State Warriors and I forgot exactly how good this, this team was. Like I, they was always in my mind the best team ever that I ever seen. But then like just rewatching it again, it just like solidified it. Like shit, this right. team is amazing. I was reading up on um and, and like this is another thing I do. I'm, I'm such a fucking sports nerd. I just go and read like old NFL drafts and then go look at like players that aren't playing no more and see what they're doing and shit like yep. that. And um like I was looking at the uh the 2000 I think it was yesterday. I was looking at the 2011 NFL draft. I think that's the one that Cam Newton came out of. Sounds right. Yeah. But uh He's there was, 31 years old, so that sounds about right. There was a player um he went like top 10 or top 15. I'm like, I didn't even know who this dude was. Like, right. yeah. I'm like where the hell did this dude come from? Yeah. And, and then like, you know, he's out of the league in two years. It's like shit, just sitting little shit like that. It's wild, man. And that, and so before my brain imploded on me earlier when I when I was talking about Jordan, yeah. I, I now recall what I was gonna mention uh, was the fact that these players were uh they're we are talking about legacy type things yeah. when we're talking about here and you know you know, the impact of that Jordan documentary was showing his legacy, right? Mm-hmm. And what it was like. And what we were talking about at the time was the fact that, you know, players are missing out on some of these pieces. Yeah. You know, some of these players that we might not, might just be unceremoniously gone from the league, right? Some guys that are retiring in this period of time and we're not really focused on it, not giving the appreciation that they deserve. Right. And then there's these little things, these little legacy pieces, right? Like, for example, one of my favorite guys, uh, hockey player, Alex Ovechkin, the great eight, he finished at 48 goals this season, okay? Like, he's on, he's on a run for his legacy. He was two goals away from having another 50-goal season, right? And that's one of those things that people are going to look back on that they're going to talk about. Alex Ovechkin, scoring champ, 11 times, you know, 10, 50-goal seasons, and now he's missing out on one, right? And there's all these players in their prime that are going to be missing out on those little types of things for their legacy, uh, missing full seasons almost as though they were injured, right? Yeah. Uh, missing whole periods of time. And I think that that's kind of sad. And uh, it's it's really a disruption. It, it really is wild how uh, these things are going to be impacted by by covid yeah, um so there's just the asterisk that's going to be on everything, you know, everything. We, we've talked in the past about asterisks on this show talking about you know should barry bonds get in the hall of fame oh maybe with an asterisk right uh, right you know the steroid era hasn't it this this whole season for everything you know i'm, I'm a baseball mm-hmm. card guy i'm a basketball card guy i'm gonna look and you're gonna flip over that the other side from the picture and the stats on the back 2020 is going to be a weird year, man. Yeah, it's going to look very it's incomplete. Look, yeah, yeah, really well. It's going to be ugly. It's it's uh, it's tough. It's very interesting, man. Uh, it's a strange world. But hey, man, we're living in it. Yep, we're embracing it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have some fun. We got some future content coming up. I've been it's, it's been a bunch of ideas swimming in my head and. Um, it's dangerous up there. It is no sports to take your time. You just got ideas floating around ideas up there. Ideas flighting, floating, and, oh, and uh, jot them down and look out, keeping track of them, and you know, just kind of, just kind of rolling with it. Look out, listeners. You know, Bryce has ideas. We out you. Every time Bryce has ideas, I get nervous. <laughs> That's a fact. He starts, Ed, I got an idea. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's share it, man. Let's get it out there. It's, yeah. It's, so do you, you want to talk about the future a little bit? You want to talk about some of the some of the plans we got coming up? Yeah, man. So um, obviously here we don't have any live sports to talk about. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I kind of want to kind of want to do is go look at like old playoff series, go look at old games and watch them. 
and then kind of come back on here and discuss them just to give 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 the give some content but also have people go and be able to go watch the same thing and see if they can kind of have the same feeling that we had watching it you know what i'm saying uh obviously so i've been i've been listening to a lot of the uh, bill simmons podcast and um what he's been doing is what he calls the redraftables in which he'll go and look at like old nba drafts and uh they'll talk about it and then redraft them of how they should have went based off of how the careers have gone so far. And I kind of figure, yo, man, you could do that for literally any sport, basketball, baseball, football, hockey. So uh, I'd love to do some stuff like that on the show. That's very cool. I'd love to, you know, talk maybe some fantasy football advice fantasy. coming up. Because, yeah. you know, hoping that, uh, you know, fingers crossed, everything goes well with the NFL startup this year. You know, fantasy will be, you know, big into people's minds. I'd love to touch on that a little bit. Uh, Bryce and I have some plans. You might see some a slightly different look to ah uh, yeah to this, a fact to uh to our to our logo. You might see our handsome faces uh, on some video shortly. We're working mm-hmm. on on some big moves there. Uh, so a lot of very cool plans for the future. I'm excited to be back. Uh, you know, once again, both Bryce and I, I know we've talked about it a lot. Uh, you know, being away from this, you know, no matter how many listeners we have, you know, just doing this for us, uh, we both missed it a lot. Right. Um, and, you know, for us in particular, not having the sports to talk about the live sports was was really a blow. But, you know, when you think about it, sport your enthusiasm. That's that doesn't have to be just sports. Right. We're enthusiastic about a lot of things. So, that's a fact. So you might hear us uh, from now and then talking about some different things on here. And we're hoping that anybody that's listening to this would reach out to us with some ideas and some things that you guys want to hear about. Love to hear it. You know, always send us an email. Uh, Bryce is going to wrap it up. He knows all that uh, technical stuff better than I do. That's a fact. No, you nailed it, man. Did Six, I, was that good? Yeah. Did I do a good job? You did a really good job. Yes. Yeah. Send us some emails. You know, send us some suggestions. Um, you know, you can always message us on Facebook and Twitter. You know, the Twitter handle is at SYE pod. Facebook is literally sports, your enthusiasm, sports podcast. We're pretty simple to find. Um, so those are those things I don't know. Yeah. I would have directed them to MySpace. They would have been on. <laughs> I would I would have said something like, hey, put us in your MySpace top eight. Remember that? Were you even old enough for that? I never had a MySpace. What? I've never had a MySpace. Oh, my God. You're so follow us on AOL Messenger. Send us an IM. <laughs> I don't know. I did have an AOL. Dude, I remember like the AOL chat rooms. Yeah. I remember how wild those used to get. Like, I remember just, like, just, I, I'm a little kid at this point, and I'm just like, just going in on everybody. I'm just cussing everybody oh, yeah. out. You know, I had about like eight different girlfriends in like eight different states. Yes. Yeah. It was, you were yeah. probably the man back then. Yeah. I was a, basically, I was a 25 year old millionaire. Oh, yeah. Like, the, yeah, and like a bunch of people. <laughs> Just totally make shit up back then. It was awesome. <laughs> could be whatever you want to be on the internet. No, but I'm glad you're here to tell them all those important things because I, I wouldn't know how to. I'd be getting emails to the wrong place. Oh, nah, you nailed it, man. Did uh, I? The, the email at sportsyourenthusiasmpodcast at gmail.com. Look at you. You know, we out here. We still here, man. We, we are still here. We're still participating. And, you know, I'm still tweeting. I'm still Facebooking. Yep. I, so we're still active. Just, just so happy to be back. Uh, it really does feel good. When you said, uh, when you gave that rousing welcome back, it, it, it really felt like a welcome back this yeah. time for the first time. So that, that was really cool for me. Man, so appreciative of anyone listening to this. Seriously. Anyone that's going to listen moving forward. Uh, it's great to be back here with you, Bryce, personally. Likewise, it was really man. cool, man. I, I missed it a lot. So just, just very happy to be back. And hopefully moving forward, we've got some, some real live sports action to talk about. Uh, and until then, we're... We're just going to make up some stuff. We'll That's be, a fact. We'll we be just fine. Gonna, we just going to flow with it, man. Yeah. We're just going to get down here and talk. 
We're not going. We're not going away again. This, I think this we're time just, we're not we're going just, away. We're entertaining people. I like to think, you know, we're fun to we're fun to talk to. We're fun to listen to. So we're gonna talk some shit and yeah. put it out there, and then you know, post it up. We'll get after it, man. You know. Oh yeah, and also we can't forget we are of course a part of the Push That Media Network. So check us out on the website pushstartmedianetwork.com. Always can find the episodes there. Making sure you are staying hydrated. Drink more water. Especially now. Especially now. And don't drink bleach. Don't yeah, don't, don't inject yourself with bleach. Don't drink disinfectants. Don't whatever drink you pine heard. Saw. Nope. There's no prescription strength pine <laughs> saw out there. Nope. No Clorox chewables. You understand? Yeah, maybe there's a way we can nope. we can, you know. Cleanse it out. Nope. Cleanse out that system. Don't you trump me over there. You knock that off right now. Drink water. <laughs> Get some sun. Stay safe. And and come back and listen to us again. Oh, boy. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate you. We're back. We're back. Thank you again. Gotcha.